Welcome to the Become New.me podcast with John Ortberg. Passage to Wisdom, Episode 6, This Will Change Your Day, Guaranteed. Oh man, I'm glad you didn't miss this one, and you're going to be glad you didn't miss this one. We've been walking through Passage to Wisdom and thinking about words from Lou Smees and his spiritual memoir, My God and I. And I mentioned through the whole book, he's trying to figure out what does he really believe in? What's the faith that he lives by, not just theological opinions that he holds? And when it comes down to the end, there's really two. Here's what he says in his next to last chapter. It's called God and a Grateful Old Man. If being anyone makes a person old, I become an old man. And I must confess that when it comes to my walk with God, old age is a bit of a disappointment. This is vintage Lou, very honest. Growing old has not brought me much closer to God or much wiser in his ways. I once thought that when I retired from a regular job and had no pressure to go here and there and do this and that, I would spend much more time with him. Hasn't happened. And I thought that with more time to think about him, I would come to understand him better. Here, I think I have made some progress, not much maybe, but enough to nudge me to work at it some more. I have two main feelings toward God these days gratitude, and, and I'm going to stop with the end. What he writes about gratitude is so rich, and gratitude is so central to human life and flourishing that uh, it would be criminal to try to cram his second feeling into it. So you got to wait till tomorrow. Don't miss it. But today, we're going to live with gratitude, and I want to invite you to get ready because we're going to have a time to express gratitude to God today. There's no way that we couldn't do this. Who writes, I learned long ago that if anything can be better than getting a gift, it is the gratitude we feel for getting it. There is no other pleasure to compare with it. Not sex, not winning a lottery, not hearing lovely music, not seeing stunning mountain peaks, nothing. Gratitude beats them all. I have never met a grateful person who was an unhappy person. And for that matter, I have never met a grateful person who was a bad person. And this is worth thinking about who talks in another one of his books about how we'll say that you ought to be grateful. And it's not always clear what we mean by that ought. He says that there's an ought of obligation. You ought to pay your taxes. You ought to drive the speed limit. But then there's also an ought of opportunity. You ought to read this book. You ought to meet this person. You ought to see this movie. And that gratitude, rightly understood, is that second kind. It is the opportunity of a lifetime and Uh, It is deeply connected with being a good person because it really is the basic posture with which God created us to live. Because everything that God made is good. And although it's been uh, impacted, broken by the fall, that basic goodness is still there. And so when we are grateful, we are living as creatures who are made and loved by God. And we see that goodness and we savor it. And we connect it to him. And then we want to share with other people. And we're made to do this from one moment to the next. And we don't. And we are throwing away. We ruin one moment after another. Paul says uh, in one of his letters that we are to redeem the time. And I used to think that meant, you know, just do real important things. Don't be idle. But that's not the main thing he's saying. What he's saying is we're invited to live together with God and to bring love and gratitude to every moment. 
It's not something that happens there, then. It happens here, now. Whatever I'm doing right now, right now as I'm doing this with you, I can be grateful to God for technology and for wisdom and for you. And, and then in the next moment, I can do that again. And the world tries to get us to waste our time. So this is the great opportunity to be grateful. Lou goes on, another thing I've learned about real gifts is they always come with a person attached. My gift to someone always comes with an unwritten message. I want to be part of your life. Take my gift, take me. I know that when someone gives me a gift, she too is saying, I want to be in your life. And knowing that she is attached to it makes her gift doubly precious. I do not understand how people can be thankful for a gift if they have no person to thank for giving it to them. We teach our children to say thank you to their grandmother for her birthday gift. Why should we not teach them to say thank you to God for the gift of their birth? Why should we not teach them that every dawn of every morning, every drop of rain, every budding tulip, every blade of grass, every lovely thought we think, every wonderful feeling we feel, every memory of a pleasure past, every tingle of pleasure present, every touch of a loved one's finger, every hug from a laughing child, every note of a Mozart concerto, every coming home to our own place and people, every new hope that sees beyond a hard present, all of them are gifts with a person attached. And this is to become the orientation with which we live. One of the great passages of scripture, a great gift that we can be grateful for is Colossians chapter three, verses one through 17. And as Paul concludes it, he comes back to gratitude over and over. Let the peace of Christ reign in your hearts for as members of one body, you're called to peace and be grateful. Let the word of Christ, the teaching, the message, the truth, dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing to God with gratitude in your heart. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Three times, just in those few words, as he talks about all these other things, he says, be grateful, be grateful, be grateful. It is how we redeem the time. Lou goes on, I remember how as a young boy, I dare not hope that any pretty girl would ever notice me. And the memory makes me grateful to be an old man with a wife so lovely, I often stand and stare. Lou was made to Doris, and Doris would say that she had a great sense of being quite plain and not very attractive in the eyes of other people. But through Lou, through the eyes of love, she was a beauty that would cause him to stop and stare that such a woman would love him. I remember magnificent things and little things, and I feel grateful for them both. I remember that Jesus died to do whatever needed doing to let that river of God's love sweep me to himself. And I also remember the Velcro that makes it easy to put on my sandals. I remember my mother's weary weeping after a long week's labor. And I remember the pleasure Doris and I had with our first garage door opener. Big things, little things, it matters little, as long as they were gifts with a person attached. And then, this is just vintage Lou, lest triumphalism or smugness or self-satisfaction should triumph, he ends. But then when I thank God for being so generous to me, I seem to imply he must be a stingy crank to many others. 
When I remember that a thousand times 10,000 are living out a thousand varieties of hell on earth, my joy feels self-centered and obscene to me. This is why on my little island of blessing in this vast ocean of pain, my thank you always has the blues. End of chapter. So now we thank. I want to invite you right now. Uh, set down whatever you might have in your hands. Be still. Close your eyes. I'm going to take a moment to express gratitude to God. Whatever's going on in my life, in your life, things are not perfect, things are broken, but we pause now to see the gifts and the giver attached. You might think of creation and the sights that you love, ocean or mountains or tulips. You might think about uh, education, think of your teachers and thank God. Literacy, being able to read, books that have touched you, ideas. God didn't have to give those to us, but he did. Take a moment to reflect on possessions and thank God if you have a place to live. If you have enough money to uh, drive a car or take the bus, if you have clothes, if you have a computer, technology, bank account, thank you, God. Think of people in your life. Imperfect, every one of them. People that God loves, your mom and your dad. Friends, family members, people that you work with, people that love you. God didn't have to create any other people to come into our lives, but he did. And then for Jesus, for his matchless teaching, for the story of his death on our behalf and then his resurrection over death, for his forgiveness and grace and love, hope. And then God, we remember too that our gratitude has the blues little because of all the pain that is yet in this world. And we ask if you would let us help be a part of the project to redeem that and change it. We thank you, God, today for your servant loose meads and for wise words. Help us to walk through this day, God, with grateful eyes. Thank you that you are the one who is attached, the giver of every good and perfect gift. Thank you. God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us. Receive alerts for new episodes by texting the word become to the number 56525. Or invite a friend by sharing the link becomenew.me.